All right, everybody, calm down, calm down. Let's take a deep breath. The race is over. Uh, that right there, I don't know if I have ever in my life been closer to having a stroke than I was for the final like hour of that race. That was absolutely insane. Um, and I think I overused the word insane sometimes. That right there, what we just saw, that was literally insane. Um, I, I really don't know what else to say. Congratulations to William Byron. I hype this guy up all the time. I think he's the baby-faced assassin. I call him Willie Goat. I give him all these nicknames. I think William Byron is a future champion in NASCAR. I think this guy's going to win multiple championships. He's going to make Rick Hendrick a lot of money. Um, I am a really big William Byron fan. I really like him. I think he's part of the future that NASCAR is ushering in, and I, I think he's going to be a major player in this sport for probably the next 20 years, at least. Um, so he had to he, he had to have a good day. He absolutely had to have a good race. It came down. It was Matt DiBenedetto, it was William Byron, and it was Jimmy Johnson. It was three guys going for two spots, unless we got a new winner like a Ricky Stenhouse, who I told y'all was going to win. He did not. But and if we got a new winner, that was going to trim that bubble down to one. So you had three guys fighting for one spot. So all three of these guys had all the pressure. They knew they had to come perform. They had to deliver. They had to get it done. All three of them ran pretty well all day or all night. Jimmy Johnson ends up getting caught up in a wreck. The seven-time champion will not be in the playoffs this year in his final season. That's a shame. Uh, I'm going to get to him later. Matty D ran good, ran decent. He's lucky Jimmy wrecked because um, he would be on the outside looking in, and I'm, I'm glad he's not. Uh, Jimmy's won his championships. I'm, I'm glad Matty D's in the playoffs. Um, but anyway, William Byron, first career win at Daytona. This is not a Trevor Bain situation. This is not who else? I don't know. A Ward Burton or a Derek Cope or any of these other guys that – got their first win at Daytona or maybe their only win or whatever. This will not be the case. William Byron, he will win many, many, many races. He's going to win championships, plural, with an S on the end, more than one. Um, I I really like the kid. He started off, he, started, he kick-started his career tonight. It was a pressure-packed situation. He rose to the top, won the race. He's locked into the playoffs and he's been in victory lane for a points-paying Cup Series event. Congratulations. I love it. Now, that race, as I mentioned, was absolutely cocaine crazy. Um, this was unreal. A lot of people are pissed off at Tyler Reddick, saying that he caused that big wreck where he came up in front of Kyle Busch, blocked him, hit the wall, took out, I don't know, about 10 or 12 cars, I think. Um, listen. It is easy to sit here and point the finger at Tyler Reddick, say he should have done this, say he should have done that. These drivers are so confined in their seat. They can't look to their side like we do on the highway. They do have a mirror, but they can't, you know, look and make sure there's no one in their blind spot. They have to rely on the spotter up there on top of the 
of the stand there. So before we sit here and kill Tyler Reddick and say he can't drive or he ran out of talent, as Ryan Newman said, which, by the way, growing up around racing um, for you know 24 years now, running out of talent, that has got to be one of my favorite things to say about someone. Because you can call anybody a dumbass, you can call anybody stupid, but if you say that someone ran out of talent, that's a whole nother level of burn right there, and I absolutely love that. So to finally hear someone say that on national television, thank you, Ryan Newman. By the way, welcome back to Daytona. Too bad you didn't get to finish this race, but at least you got out of the car on your own, you know, under your own power. So that's good. That's a step. Tyler Reddick, by the way, let's get back. I, I get sidetracked really easy here. Tyler Reddick did absolutely nothing wrong. What is he supposed to do? He's got Kyle Busch coming up on his outside. Kyle Busch has been up front all night. He's been running well. The guy's desperate. Um, he has not won a race this year. The guy, he, Kyle Busch is desperate. Am I just going to let Kyle Busch drive by me on the outside? I, hell no. I'm not doing that. Why would I do that? That doesn't make any sense. Why would Tyler Reddick do it? You know what? He wouldn't do it. And we saw what he would do. He would go up and block. Now, why he drove up into the wall... I don't know if he just didn't realize how quickly he was moving up the track. I don't know. But to come up and block Kyle Busch like that, I thought it was a smart move. Um, the result is not smart because it ends up wrecking 12 cars, and it's a you know it's a bad day uh, for a lot of guys. But wh what is he supposed to do? This is super speedway racing. You have to use people to get to the front. And once you get to the front, you got to block. You got to block like your life depends on it. And Tyler Reddick's playoff life depended on him blocking Kyle Busch and winning that race. That's what he had to do. So for anybody hating on Tyler Reddick saying, you know, this or that, and I think Eric Jones called him out. Newman said he ran out of talent. Kyle Busch is pissed. All you guys, that whatever. What was he supposed to do? If you're in that situation, you are going to do the same thing. You are not going to just stay on the inside and willingly let a two-time series champion just drive by you on the outside. Why would you do that? You're literally giving up saying, no, I don't really want to win this race. Why would you do that? You wouldn't. And I'm glad Tyler Reddick didn't. I'm glad Tyler Reddick went up there, blocked. Hell, let, let it hang out, dude. Do what you got to do to win. You get paid to win. Richard Childress does not care at all where Kyle Busch finishes. Richard Childress cares where Tyler Reddick finishes. And that's what Tyler Reddick was prioritizing in that scenario. I loved it. Um, good for him. I still think he is one of the future stars in NASCAR. I think he can compete for championships. He might win one. He might bring Richard Childress another championship. We'll see. But I just want to say I, I don't have any problems with what Tyler Reddick did there. Now, the outcome, the result is obviously not what he wanted. Oh, well, get over it. It's super speedway racing. Shit happens. Um, which brings me, speaking of, you know, moves, Ross Chastain on Friday night in the Bush race, going for the win, racing his teammate Almendinger. Almendinger comes down the block. I don't blame Almendinger for blocking because you're trying to win a race and I damn sure don't blame Chastain for you know driving through him and wrecking him I don't, what you gotta do it you're in turn three and four at Daytona 
you checkered flag's waving. I'm not letting off. Are you kidding me? Like, in what scenario, if you see the checkered flag waving at Daytona and you're in turn four, in what scenario are you letting off the gas? Because it's going to have to be something absolutely crazy for me to let off the gas. I'm not doing it. So, I don't blame Ross Chastain. I am glad, however, that Justin Haley won that race Friday night because that way college racing does end up winning. They were running one, two, three, and the cars running one and two wreck each other. So I'm glad that car that was running third ended up winning. So the owner shouldn't be too mad at Chastain. He was going for the win. Good for him. That's what race car drivers are supposed to do. Supposed to go for the win. Ross Chastain, Tyler Reddick, y'all did nothing wrong. Don't listen to what anybody has to say. I'm the only one that matters. So... We mentioned Willie B, Willie Goat, baby-faced assassin, William Byron. He's in the playoffs. Jimmy Johnson is out. The seven-time champion, Jimmy Johnson, he is supposed to be retiring at the end of the year. He will not be in the playoffs. And it's a shame, yes, but also this was going to happen at some point. At some point during this season, we were going to have to let go and say Jimmy Johnson has been eliminated from the playoffs. Jimmy Johnson was not going to win the championship this year. Um, we will never have an eight-time series champion in NASCAR. I don't think we're ever going to have another six- or seven-time champion. Um, and five is pushing it, honestly. Um, so, Jimmy Johnson, why not now? This, not a hot take, this is better for him to just go ahead and be left out of the playoffs than for him to get eliminated in a few weeks at Bristol or what is, I think Charlotte is an elimination race or, you know, t yeah, Charlotte. Like it's, it's better this way. It's Daytona. And I really don't know how to explain this to people. There's just a different feeling when you walk into Daytona International Speedway. I, I, a ba it's like a baseball fan walking into Wrigley or Fenway. It's an NFL fan walking into Soldier Field or Lambeau. There's a different feeling. Daytona is special. It is absolutely special. And why not celebrate Jimmy Johnson's career at Daytona? Because that's essentially what we're doing. We are saying he is not going to make the playoffs. Now, look, he's still got 10 more races to go out there and try to win one more in in his career. But if we're going to have to say goodbye to Jimmy Johnson and his hopes of winning a championship and this and that, why not tonight? Why not Daytona? I, I It's fine, honestly. It's honestly better this way than, you know, in a few weeks at Bristol – trying to digest the first round of the playoffs and saying, oh, by the way, Jimmy got kicked out. Because then it's not just Jimmy, it's the other three also that would have got eliminated, and it takes away from Jimmy. Tonight is all about Jimmy missing the playoffs. Um, and, and I think it makes it, I don't know that special is the word, but it definitely makes it more important that we're only talking about Jimmy and not four guys getting eliminated. Um, however, Jimmy Johnson missed out of the playoffs by, I think, five or six points 
is what it was. Think back a few weeks ago now. Think back when Jimmy Johnson got disqualified in the Coca-Cola 600. He finished that race third, second or third? Second. I think he finished second. He got disqualified, which means you get nothing. So he got zero points for that race. Also, around July 4th weekend, he goes and gets tested for the coronavirus, and he comes back positive. And now he has to sit out at the Brickyard. He only missed the playoffs by like five or six points. He missed two races and still almost got into the playoffs over some guys that have ran every race. He still had a good year. The last three years, he mentioned it on the telecast after the race, the last three years have not been great for him, but that's by Jimmy's standards. That's by seven-time champion standards. That's by 83 career victory standards. Jimmy Johnson, by anyone else's standards, yeah, he didn't win like he wanted to. He, he, he's been all right. Um, yeah, nowhere near the tear he was on early in his career, obviously. Um, but think about if Jimmy ran those two races this year that he missed, or if he would have ran the Brickyard and if he wouldn't have gotten disqualified at Charlotte, he would have been, he would have, he honestly probably would have locked his position up last week or in stage one today like Clint Boyer did. So the fact that Jimmy was even in contention, I think they've had a really good year. Um, not a great year because they haven't been to victory lane, but I think that 48 team, they've done well. That That's all you can hope to do. I know Jimmy did not want to do well coming into this season. I know he wants to win. He wants to be a championship contender. I get all that. Uh, but I do think that team should be proud to make it to literally the very end having two zeros in the points column for two races this year. Um, still, that's, yeah. They did all they could do. All right. <clears throat> Enough about Jimmy. We've talked about Jimmy forever. Daytona being the last race of the regular season. I am so conflicted on this. And this is where my old school heart and my new school heart are kind of fighting here. Daytona, the Firecracker 400, is supposed to be July 4th weekend. Period. It is absolutely supposed to be July 4th weekend. That's tradition. There are certain traditions you should not mess with. Um, I think the Coke 600 should always be Memorial Day weekend. I think the Southern 500 should always be Labor Day weekend. I think the Daytona 500 should always start the season. Um, and I think the Firecracker 400 should always be July 4th weekend. However, what we saw tonight with Daytona being the very last race of the regular season and we having a really tight points battle, I was absolutely on edge. And I wasn't the only one because Dale Earnhardt Jr. said it after the race. He has never been more nervous watching a race. I don't think I have either. There's plenty of times I get nervous watching a race. Tonight, I, I could not take my eyes away from the TV. Um, I was so locked in. 
I was all in on this. This was unreal drama. It was it was insane. Again, I overuse the word insane sometimes. Tonight was actually insane. So, do I want the tradition to stand or do I want to have a crazy cocaine heart attack race like this every year? I don't know. And as of right now, I do not know if I like having Daytona as the last race of the regular season or if I would rather have it July 4th. Because Daytona is going to deliver no matter when it is. It does not matter when you run Daytona, it delivers. But when there is more at stake and there is more on the line, there's nowhere I'd rather watch a race than Daytona. So it's tough. I don't know about that. I do love, we are in the stretch right now of five straight night races in the Cup Series. You had tonight at Daytona, you have next Sunday night at Darlington, then Saturday night in Richmond, Saturday night in Bristol, and Sunday night in, I think, Vegas, which is weird because that Monday is not a holiday, so I'm really not sure why we're running a Sunday night race with Monday not a holiday, but I'll take it. I don't care. This This is... We can't have too many night races because that will destroy the local Saturday night short tracks. Um, it would absolutely do irreparable damage to the short tracks, and I don't want to do that uh, because that's NASCAR's roots. That's how future drivers come up. So I don't want too many night races, but I do love the fact that we've got like four more in a row that we're going to see here. Um, I'm all in on that. Enough of the regular season, though. We're done. Close that book. It's over. Throw it away. Playoffs. It is playoff time. I am so hyped. I think this year's playoffs are going to be maybe the best we've seen. I think with the tracks that are in the playoffs, I think with the mix of the older drivers and the new school drivers, I think we are in for an absolute show. Now, I'm not going to sit here and go round by round as to who's going to be eliminated. I probably could, but... It's, it's crazy. Things are going to happen. Who knows? I'm going to give you my final four prediction here for Phoenix. I think we obviously know that Kevin Harvick is going to be in the championship race at Phoenix. Um, he's got, I think, 57 bonus points going into the playoffs, the most ever in this system. That's insane. Like, Kevin Harvick's going to be in the championship race. Right, write that down. Denny Hamlin will also be... See that moth just fly in front of me? What the hell's going on here? Denny Hamlin will also be in the championship race. He's got a ton of playoff points. He's going to have an easy road. He will be in. These last two are where everybody can discuss. But in such a year of turmoil and such a year of change in the sport, wouldn't it be nice to go ahead and see the future of NASCAR be the present NASCAR. My other two drivers that I have making the Final Four are both going to be future champions, and I think they will both compete for a championship this year. It's going to be the 12 car of Ryan Blaney and the 9 car of Chase Elliott. So that's my Final Four. Kevin Harvick, Denny Hamlin, Ryan Blaney, Chase Elliott. That's what NASCAR needs. Two older guys, two younger guys. Let's get it. Denny Hamlin is not old, but yeah, he is an older guy compared to Chase and Blaney. 
I've been saying this for the last couple years, NASCAR is going through a major, major transition. They have lost Jeff Gordon, Tony Stewart, Dale Earnhardt Jr., Carl Edwards, Matt Kenseth, even though he came back, he'll probably be gone again, and now Jimmy Johnson. All the biggest stars in the sport have left. Now's the time for these young guys to say, our turn. It's our turn. We're here. Blaney, Elliott, Byron, Bowman, Bubba, Reddick, Bell, Custer, Nemechek, all these guys. The future is now. And I do believe we are going to see Ryan Blaney and Chase Elliott in the Final Four with Hamlin and Harvick. If you held a gun to my head right now and asked me, yeah, I think Kevin Harvick is probably going to win because that dude is just unbeatable at Phoenix. Um, and the year he's having, he's got to win it. Let's be real. Him and Hamlin are going to have all the pressure, in my opinion. Blaney and Chase can go into that race with literally no pressure, I think. But anyway, this is what NASCAR needs. I will be the biggest fan of... I mean, I'm already a Blaney fan, but if we can get Blaney or Chase or any one of the young guys, except Austin Dillon, because I don't like him, if we can get any one of the other young guys into the championship race, that, that would be so huge for NASCAR. NASCAR needs these young guys to take the next step and carry the sport. And I think we could see it start this year. Um... So that's my final four. It's going to be Harvick, Hamlin, Blaney, and Elliott. I think that would be a great final four. I think it'd be great for the sport. Um, and I think it'd be very entertaining to watch. So that's that. That was Daytona. Hell of a race. I think my heart rate is just now starting to come down. Um, yeah. Next weekend, Southern 500, Labor Day weekend, the first race of the playoffs. It is officially go time. We'll see you all next week.